Welcome back to another episode of the Huxley Morton podcast, the show where each week we speak to pharma company owners and industry leaders sharing their stories of personal and professional growth. As always, I am joined by my co-host, Adam Walker. Adam, welcome to the show. Great to see you, James. And today we've got a bit of a unique situation. We are joined by Yuri Lebed, CEO at Pharmaxi, a full service CRO over in the Ukraine. And uh, Yuri, as I understand, you are currently in the Ukraine as we yes. speak. Yes, 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 yes. Wow. Well, I appreciate you you jumping um, on for the, the show. I know that you've given me a bit of a snippet off air as to what's been going on. But um, look, for our audience, um, I guess if you could just, yeah, tell us where whereabouts in the, in the Ukraine you are at the moment and what the last few weeks has been like trying to run your clinical research uh, business? You know, so first of all, thank you for, for invitation. And it is a good chance to, to speak with, with you and to uh, say a little bit more about this war uh, in Ukraine. Uh, and uh, uh, I, I would say that it was a, a shock for us. And uh, despite on the media, despite on the uh, rumors uh, that uh, this war will start, uh, personally, I, I never uh, believe that it will be truly uh, happen uh, because uh, from the rational standpoint, uh, it is... Uh, uh, insanity and uh, there is no no solid argument and uh, um, no advantage uh, no possible advantage for russians and for putin uh, mm -hmm. uh, uh, to to start this war uh, and i i never believe that it, it will happen uh, but uh, on 24th uh, i woke up uh, from the explosion and it was a rocket hit to uh to gas station nearby nearby my house wow. uh, and it was it was shock and then I, i've read news uh, and uh, this shock even increased because we understood that uh, russians started invasion from several directions uh, and it was several points from uh, north uh, from territory of Belarus and from territory of Russia mm. and uh, from Crimea uh, and from eastern part uh, and it was uh, like massive attack from different sides and from emotional standpoint it was also uh, challenging because I understood that for our military forces it is a very big uh, challenge and it was not really obvious uh, if uh, our army is ready for for this massive attack uh, mm. from different different points uh, and we have more than 1000 common 1000 kilometers of common border with russia and belarusia uh, and uh, yeah for for the first uh, 3 days it was uh, really challenging, stressful, and uh, uh, and uh, yes, very very emotional. I can imagine. I can imagine. And I guess, look, from a business standpoint, um, if you can perhaps give us an overview as to 
what what you do um, as as a business and, and the trials that you're running. What was and, and what was perhaps going through your head during that initial stage of yeah, just to to all of us kind of looking on from around the world kind of just I, I can't almost believe that it's, it's happening it's like covid all over again we could not believe that that was going to be uh what it turned into and we can't believe that this is happening so what was from your perspective sitting on the ground as the business owner how did that impact you as a business what was going through your head my my first idea was uh, to um, to understand where our people uh, now uh, and i assemble uh, our company Mm. Uh, and all, all of us uh, on, on a Zoom conference. And, yeah, because where, where's, where's the office or like the, the main HQ as it may be? Uh, office located in, in Kiev. Wow. Uh, and uh, uh, thanking to, to COVID-19, we, we know how to manage operations remotely. Mm. So it was not, not a big uh, challenge uh, when, when I just... We have our common uh, uh, like group in Telegram, uh, and I, I wrote uh, to to this group that guys, um, please join to to our common uh, common meeting. Yeah, um, and uh, everyone joined, and I've said that uh, guys, uh, everything is under control. Uh, our company is quite stable. We have. Uh, uh, good good amount uh, of of uh, money on our accounts uh, and uh, uh, no one will be fired so the first priority is to uh, to keep our team uh, so from this standpoint you you uh, you shouldn't be nervous mm -hmm. uh, and uh, so you're uh, very very calming as the, the business lead then i guess that if i was uh, working somewhere as an employee that's I'm sure that they valued that immensely. Um, I guess, what, how, how were you feeling at that time? Because it's all very well kind of passing on and putting the, the brave face onto employees as you often have to do and step up as a leader. Um, but were there, I guess, any concerns? How, you know, what was going through your, your mind? Um you know i uh, i realized that many projects will be stopped uh, and uh, i i realized that uh, we will lose uh, future contracts uh, and uh, mm, you know the the, the 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 big problem is that we we were very close to several very good contracts uh, and uh, those contracts uh, you know around 15 million dollars 15 million dollars you know and uh, we are quite close to to this big big contracts um but uh, my 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 faith my first idea was that uh now we have enough uh, money on our accounts mm -hmm. and uh, if this situation will last not more than three months uh, we will survive uh, so the biggest factor of, of my uh, mental stability is, is our financial, uh, financial stability. Mm -hmm. And I cannot even imagine uh, our, um, our entrepreneurs, uh, which, which now says that, that, guys, I have 700 people uh, on board, but I have no money to pay them next month, mm -hmm. you know. 
uh, and this is this is the the, the biggest problem uh, and uh, uh, pre previous crisis crises in 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 uh, uh, in my life as 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 the leader uh, taught me that that i have to uh, keep uh, good uh, good residuals on our accounts to stabilize company within three or six months no matter what uh, will that be pandemic or something uh, unexpected uh, I, I have to maintain uh, enough money on, on accounts and this saves me somehow uh, in this moment Massive credit to you, Adam. I'm sure you'll agree. I mean, that's that's what you want to hear as a, as an employer, isn't it? You know, kind of the man at the top, kind of saying, "Look, you know what, guys, the shit has quite literally hit the fan here, but don't worry, we're okay, we're stable," and and kind of looking out for others before even even yourself, um, Yuri. So no, look, uh, I'm I'm impressed by that, and I think um, what you then did next was was even more impressive but it looks like adam perhaps has, has got a bit of a, something to add there as well adam. Oh, i mean just to just to follow on really i mean yuri you, you reached out to me last week on on linkedin and i'm delighted you did and and just to have the opportunity to speak to you and hear how calmly you're managing the situation is extraordinary to be quite frank um i don't know that i would be so calm under such duress nor uh, be thinking as clearly under the situation but i think to, to James's earlier point, you know, coming out the back of a pandemic, we were all hoping for good things, and and for for this this to be thrust upon you, your country, your people, I think has has really impacted everyone. You know, we're all looking in from the outside, wishing you our very best, and and just to hear your story and the manner in which you're describing that is. You know, it's, it's making the hair stand up on the back of my neck, to be honest, because because none of us know what's around the corner. We we think, or we've thought that there would be some certainty coming out the out out of a pandemic, but actually, what you've experienced is even more uncertainty. And I'm just really interested to hear a little bit more around, you know, how you cope with that uncertainty on a daily basis, and and try try and keep that level keel that you're clearly doing very well. Yeah, uh, I, I will will tell you my my, my story and the uh, situation uh, have been changing uh, every day, you know. And uh, when when uh, they they hit uh, the ground uh, five hundred meters away of, of my my house, uh, I I tried to understand if this is the safe place or I have to relocate. So my first idea was to uh, to 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 speak with with my employees, and the second uh, was to understand what, what what to do next and how to uh, which decision has to be made for for the next several hours because it is my family and it is my physical uh, safety, uh, and uh, I try to uh, to understand what what I have to do next. Uh, and what did, what and, did that look like, Yuri? Because what, what services went down and, and what outages were there? What I mean, what could you do and what couldn't you do? Were there certain things that you just you couldn't do? Because I guess, you know, sometimes we may take it for granted. But like, you know, in times like that, there may have been certain aspects of your business and typical transactions, um, you know, banks paying people, you know, anything like this. 
um, internet services. What what was running? What wasn't? Um, yeah, what yeah, what did it look like um, from a business perspective? Uh, you know, within within the first hours, uh, you you do not think about business. You think uh, where is the, the the safest place right now? Mm. Uh, and uh, when I uh, just uh, look out of the window, uh, I have a, a, a highway nearby my home, mm. and this highway was fully loaded by cars. Uh, at at 12 p.m. at 12 uh, at, at noon, and uh, I was thinking, huh, what is the best solution? Uh, maybe I have to go right now with my family somewhere to the to the west, mm -hmm. uh, or or, or the, the safest place will be here in my home because I have water, I have electricity, uh, uh, and where is the safest place? This is the mm -hmm. first question when uh, when bomb is exploding nearby so it is it is maybe basic basic psychology psychology uh, and uh, in the beginning i decided that the safest place is my my house uh, because there is an uncertainty somewhere there uh, and you can just uh, uh, freeze somewhere in the field if fuel is over and uh, uh, maybe maybe uh, these uh, uh, cars are uh, in, in, in uh, uh, and and these guys will be in in the uh, more thoughtful position that that me uh, when when I am in my house, you know. Mm. Uh, but uh, when I wrote news that they tried to attack Kiev, uh, and I live nearby Kiev uh, in in a small city. Mm. Uh, I decided that uh, it is it is not a safe place anymore, uh, and I I have had only one hour uh, to wow uh, to to assemble uh, something uh, documents you know uh, water uh, and some food uh, to uh, to to take it with me, mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, I. Uh, uh, I invited my my daughter and my wife to to the car, uh, and then I was looking for fuel, and it was a problem, because when everyone wants to leave city, uh, gas station uh, are not uh, not manage that, and they are empty, uh, and the, you 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 want to to go somewhere uh, to the west, but uh, gas stations are just closed, you know. Mm -hmm. So it is, it is the reality uh, of, of, of in, in these circumstances, you know. And uh, uh, when I uh, go to one gas station next and third and they were empty, uh, it was uh, 9, 9 p.m. Wow. Uh, and what time did you start out on that journey? So how many hours had you already been kind of making that attempt to, to get some fuel and uh move westwards as it was yeah uh, i started at 9 9 p.m uh, and uh, i've spent uh, 30 minutes uh, trying to find the fuel mm. uh, and at 10 p.m uh, they uh, decided to to close city uh, and uh, i will have no chances to leave 
Wow. So I, I, I uh, my task was to find fuel within 30 minutes. Um, and uh, I tried to, to keep uh, my mind cold, you know, and I decided that uh, if you try to go out of the city, uh, all gas station will be empty if you try to go out. But if you try to go in the city, this gas station could be uh, full of fuel. Mm. And it was a very good decision. Uh, I started to go to Kiev. Yeah. Uh, so watch what everyone else is doing and do the opposite almost. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And that sort of crisis, it's um, yeah, easier said than done. So um, fair play to you. Don't follow the crowd. Is that your yeah. is, is that your top advice? Oh my goodness me! Um, dare I ask? Dare I ask, um, Yuri? I've seen pictures of your wife and your daughter. Where are they residing at the moment? Have they have they made it out of Ukraine? No, no, they are here with me in. Lviv. They're still okay. So you're all together. Yeah, that's great. Okay, so that once you had um, established yeah your plan as a family and what was the, the safest option, um, from what I understand, you were then again almost quite selfish in in. You know, speaking to your employees and making sure that that they were also um, okay. But then from there, talk us through what you you then started to do because, as I understand, kind of doing business and running the company from Ukraine at that point became more challenges. If you could talk to us about the challenges you faced and then how you've perhaps overcome some of the obstacles that have been put in front of you since. Yeah, the, the first and the biggest challenge is that uh, our clinical research uh, organization um, um, manages many different type of activities and many of them are linked with clinics, with investigators. Uh, and uh, uh, now uh, this, this doesn't exist anymore. Mm -hmm. because clinics uh, are now closed uh, or or they uh, cure uh, wounded soldiers you know uh, so I, I cannot continue current project uh, projects in Ukraine mm -hmm. uh, which is linked with uh, on-site activity we call we call it in clinical research industry as on-site activity or mm -hmm. activity which is linked to to clinics and and uh, doctors uh, and uh, when when i drove my car from kiev to Lviv, i was thinking about uh activities which could be done remotely for for our uh, uh foreign clients clients uh, and uh, uh, i immediately decided that we have several uh options uh, to to work uh, with to continue uh, this project with clients and the mm. first one is medical writing uh, we can uh, do medical writing for clients uh, we we can uh, create study protocols for them investigator brochure other documents so we we can be located anywhere uh, in ukraine uh, and uh, we just need internet connection and and uh, that's all mm. we can we can continue this operation and the second activity which is not linked to ukrainian uh, hospitals or clinics is uh, statistical analysis uh, uh, this is the second option and the third option is data management 
and we have our electronic data capture system. Uh, it is software solution for uh, the management of clinical trials. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, we can also configure and manage this system because this system now located on uh, European servers uh, and it is also safe for for the uh, for for our services and and activities. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I decided that we have to uh, to launch uh, these activities and we have to somehow uh, save projects which uh, which are stopped. Uh, and uh, uh, when when I have uh, several several days, I decided that uh, in this situation we can save this project and maybe we can uh, uh, restart uh, our future projects if we will replace somehow clinics in Ukraine to clinics to another country. Mm -hmm. And and the second question was which country will be best to. Uh, to open up uh, Pharmaxi LLC uh, somewhere. Uh, will that be Slovenia, Germany, France, Poland? Uh, so with what country uh, should be? Uh, and uh, I perform some kind of uh, country selection. Uh, and I have to be uh, to, to analyze several uh, options. Uh, language proximity to Ukrainian language, geographical proximity, uh, the size of the country, because clinical trial uh, has to be done in, in big country uh, with big population. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and uh, uh, many, many factors uh, have been weighted. Uh, and I decided that, that Poland uh, will be uh, the best country to continue our operations uh, and uh, uh, I propose to our client that guys uh, everyone knows that Ukraine is not not the best country now for continuation of our current projects mm -hmm. uh, but we can replace uh, clinics in Ukraine by clinics in Poland wow. uh, and we can continue operations and we even do not charge additional money for this wow. activity uh, we just replace it and we continue operations there uh, how you this... managed to keep a level head with that yuri uh, amidst all of this chaos to make such a sound business adaption and decision like that is just phenomenal um you know i've spoke with adam when my partner lucy and i came on and he interviewed us about the changes we had to make because of covid where our business was almost crushed because we were flying our engineers to all around the world and no flights meant no business and we had to switch to um clinical research life sciences um and yeah i kind of looking back i, I sometimes give myself a bit of a pat, pat on the back for being quite cool and, and calm and turning that obstacle into an opportunity but i think what you're doing and the fact that you're on a podcast with us right now is just another level of just mental strength where where on earth does does this come from have you got any particular mentors or family or i guess you know events in your life that have have given you this level of mental strength that you've you've built up 
you know i i try to uh, to to read uh, success stories and and uh, business literature maybe this is the the one one option and uh, uh, I, I know uh, the story of BlackRock, uh, when uh, founder of, of this company was uh, just one one step uh, uh, behind the bankruptcy, mm. uh, and uh, in, in, you know the, the story um, of, of other companies uh, when when they were really close to, to bankruptcy, uh, and in in the very challenging situation they uh they have found a way of how to to stabilize stabilize their companies uh, and uh, uh, in in this situation i my my primary focus was to uh to save our company uh, and uh, this is this is my life you know uh, i've spent uh, more than uh, one 100 hours per week for many years to uh, to to build up company uh, and to uh, and you know it was eight years ago it was company out of two people it was me wow. and andrew and that's all so wow. I, we, we we started and how many how many how many staff are you at now so uh, 30 30 plus 30 plus now and it was just two of you um kind of eight years back yeah yeah 30 plus and can you imagine that uh, we, we just uh, uh, sit sit down with with uh, andrew and we decided to create clinical research organization that's right because you again you you weren't necessarily from this this field were you what was what was your background before um starting your, your cro uh, I am medical doctor, so I graduated medical university, mm. uh, and then uh, I decided not to to go to practical medicine, uh, and uh, I, I was thinking that the most interesting for me will be scientific uh, uh, science, you know, medical science, mm. uh, and I graduated. Um, uh, medical university. I defended my PhD thesis. Uh, and now I am PhD. Uh, and uh, uh, when I, I, I uh, ended my PhD, uh, th uh, those years, many people, many young scientists um, relocated to European countries uh, because uh, in Ukraine, uh, you cannot uh, feed your family if you, you are a young scientist. It is it is very uh, low salary uh, each month. You cannot afford nothing, you know. Uh, and it was logic for many people to go outside of Ukraine, and they try to uh, to find their way somewhere somewhere uh, abroad. But I decided to stay in in the country. Mm. Uh, it was two thousand eight, uh, and uh, I decided to to, to be here. Uh, and to build something in in Ukraine, because my belief is that uh, if if I know uh, this country, if I know someone, I have my network here. Uh, I know uh, many things, and and if I will uh, go somewhere, uh, I will have to uh, to to spend many years to to reach zero point. You know. Mm. 
So you, again, you, you didn't necessarily complain about the circumstances. You put the work in and went out there and, and created your own. Um, so you were playing by your own rules um, to an extent. Um, look, that is, again, impressive um, stuff. And I guess, look, coming back to where you were, were talking about, you know, the, the move and the, the st st strategy now for Farmaxi of, you know, setting up a new site um, or HQ in Poland. Um, look, what, what difficulties are there with that? Because, look, you as the business owner, um, I, I guess, are in the Ukraine. I know what it's like even in the UK trying to walk into a bank to set up a bank account when I've got all of my ID and, and things like this. With what's going on, how is that how is that that possible i mean what's what's the the general protocol for i guess able-bodied men um at the moment in terms of can they work are they being um sort of drafted in to to, to fight the war um and how have had you have you had to go around sorting out this um kind of new business venture to make sure that you support yourself, support the, the family and support all of your employees and your customers. How, how are you going about that? Uh, you know, I think that uh, this situation could be uh, transformed to the uh, new, uh, new age of the company and uh, it could be transformed to, to the to, to benefits, you know, and it, it, it is my, my main idea that uh, this obstacle could uh, lead me to, to a new decisions, uh, which will be uh, beneficial for the company. And it is not, not uh, empty words, you know, mm. uh, when, when obstacles uh, opens new, new opportunities. Uh, I believe that strongly. It's one of my favorite books, The, the Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. It's, uh, if anyone ha has not read that, I would highly recommend you read it um they, they should feature stories with with you in it yuri i think <laughs> you are your own you are absolutely your own case study yuri but exactly as you say you know where where adversity comes is where growth happens isn't it and and that's what you're describing and actually you would never probably have put these challenges upon yourself but now they're there you've got to deal with them you've got to work your way through them and come out the other side stronger better faster more resilient because the you know the word I've written down here is resilience. You seem to have it in absolute bucket loads. I can't I can't speak to that any any higher than what you have because you 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 actually have a smile on your face as you're talking about the challenges because clearly you like a challenge. <laughs> yeah, maybe. absolutely, it's absolutely crazy. I mean, I still can't believe that all of this is going on. Um, but yeah, I get kind of back to my question. Sorry, I, I bombarded you, but with about five questions there all at once. Yuri, it's probably because there's more than that going on in my head um, yeah, look, setting up the the the, uh, the business entity in poland how is that working then with, with you not being able to kind of walk in and, and be the the business owner to, to sort all of these things out yeah this is the good question because uh, uh trying to establish a new company in new country i have a very interesting restriction i cannot physically cross border hmm. And uh, uh, when you try to establish a new company in the country, uh, you have to uh, visit uh, courts, you have to visit uh, different uh, uh, organizations, governmental organizations, you have to uh, open up bank account. Uh, and uh, uh, usually it is not, not a simple way, even if everything is good. 
But it, now I was going to say it never is. Even even for me, trying to walk in and do something in London is a nightmare. <laughs> so. Yes. So the, the the first level of complexity is is um, um, legislation, uh, new legislation in the company, a new way of how to register company or how to uh, make accounting for this company, and mm. how to uh, open up legal address, uh, how to open um, bank account, and th these are um, like complex procedures. Uh, and here is the next level that I have to sit here in Lviv and I have to register for Maxi Poland LLC. Uh, but, but I found uh, uh, one company here in Lviv uh, and uh, uh, I, I tried to, to assemble a way of how to, uh, to manage that. Uh, we have spent uh, one hour uh, and this company specializes on, on company registration in Poland. Uh, yeah, but uh, they never do this task when when founder cannot visit Poland. Mm. And we've spent one hour and we uh, uh, created uh, like like a scenario of, of how we, we, we will do it. Uh, and uh, um, I, I just uh, uh, have the, the, the conversation with uh, one of employees. And uh, uh, I will uh, create uh, like power of attorney for her. Uh, and I will go to a consulate uh, in Lviv uh, and uh, I will uh, sign some documents there. And there is a strategy of how I delegate some uh, <laughs> some know, activities. It's just, it's just mad to think that you're you're going ahead with all of these things whilst everything else is going on. Because I noticed there that you said um, you had to sign things out of power of attorney for for her. Because of course, I'm guessing all of your male staff are also they're not allowed um, able to to leave Ukraine. So what's how? How does the setup look in terms of your your staff base at the moment? I, I'm assuming that perhaps many of the, the female workers have have exited the the, uh, the country, but the uh, the guys are still in Ukraine. How does how does the balance and how does things look in terms of team meetings and things? Uh, now, uh, out of thirty people, and twenty five is located uh, somewhere in Ukraine. And uh, four people are now in Kiev still, uh, and they do not want uh, uh, go go uh, so to what, the no, western to the western has, has left Ukraine just yet. Every, everyone is still pretty much Ukraine based. Uh, yeah, most most of all, uh, stay Ukra stay in Ukraine. Wow. So twenty five people out of thirty uh, are uh, now in Ukraine. And uh, uh, we have more or less balanced uh, um, situation between males and females. So uh, only five uh, person leave uh, Kiev and leave Ukraine. And wow. today I've spoken with, with two empl my employees, which are located now in Kiev. And they said to me that uh, they uh, hear every day uh, uh, this uh, artillery shot uh, and uh, um, now now they they have they the russians are located 20 kilometers uh to the west uh, around kiev uh, and our ukrainian artillery bombarded them 
for eight hours and they just sit in the center of Kyiv and they try to work uh, and the, on the background it, how, it is like, how are they even doing that? I mean, what's the feeling like? Because Adam messaged me today, um, just kind of give me a confirmation that you were still going to be joining us on the podcast because he had seen on the news that there was kind of bombings close to where you are. Um, and yeah, from what I understand, it was kind of 50 kilometers from, from, from yourself. You know, what's, what's the feeling like for, for you and the team when you're, I can't imagine it, Yuri, sitting there at my desk doing work with bombs going off, you know, in close proximity. So what's the feeling like when, when you, you're speaking to each other? Does it not just turn to kind of almost like a conversation like this where the interest is all about what's going on outside of work rather than the, the day job? Um, it, it is interesting, but but I propose to them today that guys, you you can leave Kiev and you you will not uh, hear these uh, rockets uh, mm. every day. But they say that uh, okay, we, we we feel here ourselves safe, wow. and uh, we know that Kiev is is well. Uh, equipped and uh, fortification is good and uh, uh, we, we know that we feel safe here uh, even for me it, it is not not a, a common thing you know and uh, I think that I, I feel uh, I would not feel safe myself if I will be located in the center of the Kiev now you know but they say me say me that that they they feel safe okay uh, uh, but you know when i relocated to to lviv uh, i i felt this very big difference uh, and uh, you know this means a, a feeling of the physical safety and uh, when a rocket hit uh, next to me uh, in in kiev uh, I completely lost uh, this feeling of the physical safety, and it is a mental background. You you cannot think about uh, other things. Uh, your 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 mind is completely focused on on your safety, uh, and uh, this this is a very very tangible feeling, you know. Uh, and uh, uh, when I relocated to to Lviv. Uh, it, it felt like I relocated to Australia, you know. It, it, it is subjective feeling, you know. Yeah, I get. I mean, I I, I can't even yeah put myself in that situation because it's just like and like, like nothing I've I've ever experienced. So I can't say I understand what you're what you're you're going through and, and what you're you're feeling there. But Adam, it looks like you've also got something that you want to pitch in with there as well. well it, it's it's fascinating as you're describing it, Yuri. So so if I understand it correctly. You relocated from from you from from Kiev to to Lviv, which is very close to the Polish border, isn't it? On yeah, on, yeah. The, on the furthest west point. Um, the the reason the reason I wanted to just put some context around that was because I've got colleagues that I work with in Warsaw, and I can tell you categorically, and they won't mind me saying this, that they're very nervous, but they don't have bombs landing on them, but they are close enough to feel very nervous. And it's really interesting the, the way that you describe that in that 
the manner in which you're you're addressing that you're focusing on on the now and the tangibles and the things that you can control mm. which is what we should all learn <laughs> learn to do better. so if there's a lesson there that i mean that's someone displaying that right now isn't it Alex? yeah i mean it's just it literally is taking my breath away as you're describing it you're you know the, the clarity of thought is extraordinary to hear in you yuri and as a leader but but you know as as an individual and as a you know someone with with a family um you know i can only identify with that i'm i'm almost losing my losing my train of thought but all i was going to say was you know what you're doing is incredible beyond incredible and and i think all of our listeners will will really really appreciate you taking the time to explain this because you know this is these are extraordinary times that you're living through that we're all living through they were extraordinary enough before all this nonsense started happening on your doorstep quite literally and um you know there are so many lessons that we can all learn uh directly from you and in, in, in the manner that which in which you're describing the clarity of thought around that that's just what just keeps keeps repeating in in, in my mind is just how clearly clear your thoughts are and your your processes in which it's you're you're approaching it's that. It's just impressive stuff. Uh, it's amazing, truly amazing. It's, it's just yeah, I'm I'm just almost Thank taken you. back by it as as well. Um, but look, as much as you know, you are you do seem to be very level level headed about it. I'm sure that there's some people out there who would like to get the secret source of how you have have done that and how you form this habit, as it may be. Um, but look, what what would you say? Because around the world, there's people. Um, looking at donations and, and things like this as someone on the ground you know that the general feeling you know amongst the, the ukrainian people is, as you said before is that you know the war can be won you know it's hopefully going to be, be over soon it's all very positive um from from yourself so fair play for that but what could others be doing in order to to help what um, and what what is most needed i guess because everyone kind of wants to pitch in i think the whole world is is with ukraine at the moment uh, what can we what can we be doing uh, you, you, you are wondering how to how world can help us or or what is yeah, the I guess, yeah how the world could, could help and, and what's needed most um kind of in the ukraine if if you've got any insight from yeah the people on the on the ground as it may be as to, to what would help because there's you know if you look on linkedin there's people offering to support you know in the uk there's people opening up their homes to people that want to um you know get out of, of ukraine etc what would you say is is perhaps the the biggest uh thing that could help um yourself your family and and those around you you know for, for me personally uh i i mm, do not need anything so uh now uh, i have uh, electricity i have open shops so uh, life in in uh, lviv is closer to to the usual life mm. uh, so, someone sounds uh, sirens and, and we, we we have to go to the to the shelter uh, but uh, in in general it is very close to to usual life uh, in in this region mm-hmm. um, uh, so uh, I, I think that that uh, now we we do not require uh, some something massively uh, because uh, it is incredible level of support and and I, I never expect this level of support and uh, you know when uh, Western world uh, goes to the squares and uh, uh, people goes to 
to the central uh, uh, central parks and uh, they uh, um, they highlight their streets with colors of our flag you know and and when every people uh, um, explain and express uh, their support it creates a very good pressure on on uh, governments uh, on different different uh, people who make who make decision and then uh, this decision uh, led uh, to to a weapon uh, which, which is transported to us uh, and uh, this this weapon this anti modern anti-tank missiles uh, they stop russian tanks here you know and and this is incredible uh, when one people can uh, just go go to the street just go to the square and uh, this is incredible help for us when we have now everything uh, to to fight uh, we have even financial support from western institutions uh, and today uh, us us government agreed uh, this station anti-aircraft station which will be provided to us and now it is the biggest gap in in our defense system uh, because russians bombarded our cities and our hospitals uh, and the maternity hospitals and schools they destroy uh, uh, hundreds of schools now in mariupol in 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 Kharkiv, so they they just bombarded civil objects, uh, and and we need uh, now uh, anti-aircraft, uh, anti-jet uh, missiles and system to uh, uh, to fire them uh, in in the heaven, uh, and uh, uh, this is only one gap in in our defense system. Uh, so you know, uh, if uh, everyone uh, help our refugees. Uh, and they provide them their rooms uh, and uh, they push on their uh, governments. Uh, this uh, leads to, to a very good decision, very fast response. Uh, and uh, you know, uh, in usual life, decision for uh, some uh, weapon supply takes months, uh, but, but we need uh, this weapon today or tomorrow we, we cannot wait for months and the uh, western bureaucracy and and western world can uh, cut uh, angles uh, and they provided very fast decision uh, and now we have everything to fight that that's excellent amazing amazing no I've, as i say like, i've just I don't think anyone can quite believe that this is is going on. I've seen, you know, um, things about news reporters who thought they were going over to cover a very brief story and then found themselves stuck in in the Ukraine. It's just um, absolute madness. But I think how you're managing your business, yourself, and the situation in general um, is pretty incredible. Um, and hopefully, you are going to turn this. Um, massive massive obstacle into an opportunity uh for yourself um and you've you you've mentioned it already so look to get back to something a bit positive you know where do you see the business going um 
hopefully when when this is soon all over and you've got the new um kind of business unit running out of poland you're you know increasing your, your service offering to perhaps clients what do you see next for Pharmaxi? Where you know, let's look at the you know the positives and, and where you see uh, the business in the next eighteen months, three years, or, or so on. Oh, yeah, you know, uh, this this thoughts and these ideas uh, maintains me a lot. You know, and uh, when I try to think about victory and what will be uh, in the future uh, after our victory. Uh, it, it gives me energy and, and motivation, you know, mm. and I can see a very bright picture uh, when uh, in 12 months uh, we, uh, we have a multi, multinational company and we uh, transformed from Ukrainian CRO to international CRO with, with presence in Poland. Uh, uh, and uh, once we, we have presence in Poland, it means that we have uh, a legal presence in EU uh, and uh, it opens up for us new opportunities. Uh, it opens up a way for uh, uh, funding organization uh, and uh, we can advertise our uh, uh, office in EU and the pharmaceutical company uh, very often look for uh, CROs which could manage operations in European Union mm -hmm. and now when I uh, try to start new project there uh, we, we we train uh, I train myself uh, and I train my employees and uh, uh, now we uh, uh, we try to understand uh, very specific elements of regulatory and clinical trials in Poland uh, and uh, we, we will learn all possible differences between uh, regulatory framework in Ukraine and in Poland. Now we try to connect with, with multiple clinics and multiple study sites. Uh, so our network in, Pola, in Poland uh, increasing day by day. Uh, mm -hmm. So uh, in, in the future, we will be fully operational in Poland. Uh, and. Uh, I think that that it, it could never happen if, if everything uh, will be fine, you know, but but now uh, life pushes us to to this direction and uh, we will we will get new advantages because of physical presence in EU. Uh, and in addition to that, you know, uh, two years ago, we've had big problems when we uh, try to compete with different CROs uh, and uh, uh, Ukraine has no uh, positive linkage in, in the mind in, in the mind of decision makers you know mm. uh, uh, but can you imagine if we will uh, be a part of some uh, ten tender procedure or vendor selection procedure in the future uh, and uh, uh, we we will say that we are from Ukraine and uh, uh, I, I hope that that one year uh, uh, later uh, Ukraine will be uh, linked to to something good to to it will be associated in 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 that, mind with with this mindset that you've got Yuri and I think look can I guess to to come back to what you've just said can you imagine you know any 
decision makers at sponsors or needing your services that watch this and think, I, I can't see of a single reason why people wouldn't want to work with you and your business because, you know, clearly you're able to adapt. Clearly you value your workforce. Clearly, you know, you're, you're calm under pressure. Like that ticks every, every single box. You know, me as a recruiter, I normally try to look at, you know, the, the top person to understand what is the culture going to be like at this uh, business? How I'm, I'm, is my reputation going to be affected if I'm introducing people to, to, you know, to go and work at this company. And I think everything that you've explained just says, yeah, outright winner, great culture, you know, just great work ethic um, and all round top guy. Adam, what, you're going to yeah, add and, something. And following on, following on from that, I think the competitive advantage that you've described, namely mm. anything, anything that is associated with Ukraine, both now and in the future. And all I think of is yellow and blue, by the way, when you're saying that mm. is, it is a differentiator, becomes a differentiator, not because people are providing you with opportunities out of pity, but purely because they are seeing these levels of capability, resilience and, and adapt, adaptation that you're describing and that we're all experiencing. And, and I just think it takes off those blinkers that previously perhaps companies and perhaps sponsors may have had in the past. And they're seeing it with a completely different, mm. different filter. That's, that sounds like how it I, I hope that's how it will play out for you Yuri and, and your company I really genuinely do yeah yeah that that would be great that would be great so uh, I I think that uh, that future will be uh, much more brighter than before uh, because uh, now Ukraine uh, means something for 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 everyone uh, and uh, uh, I suppose that that it could be a new page, not only for our company. It will be a, a new history and new page uh, for for the whole country. Uh, you know, uh, and uh, after this war and after our victory, uh, I think that many uh, car manufacturers will think, okay, we will we will we leave. Uh, Russia and we close our factories there but maybe we will open a new factory in uh, Ukraine to uh, supply European uh, countries by different cars uh, Hyundai mm. uh, and uh, other 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 cars you know and uh, maybe uh, this will be uh, uh, like uh, a story which will influence on, on, on many decision makers and this could transform the whole country uh, and uh, uh, now we again we have more uh, chances to to become a part of eu uh, and uh, part of nato uh, and yesterday i've read some uh, analytical materials analytical documents uh, when one guy said that uh, nato was extremely surprised by the uh, by our army by our generals and by by the quality of our military operations they they are just shocked by by the quality of the planning and how they fight with uh, with forces which are uh, over with which are three four times bigger you know they have more tanks more weapon they have everything uh, more than ukrainians but but we fight them you know and and uh, we uh, 
we know we know how how to 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 struggle with it uh, and and we win and we stop them on on many directions uh, and uh, uh, this this guy said this tom cooper if if i'm right and this guy said that nato will learn uh, how to how to uh, manage modern war uh, and ukrainian will teach nato you know and it, it is not not my words uh, so uh, I think that uh, this could be uh, a, a good uh, good point uh, to to attract new businesses to Ukraine, uh, and uh, it will help us to to win more uh, more contracts, and uh, maybe we uh, we will be um, we will become big CRO in 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 the next five years, thinking to to more stable position uh, when we have now uh, two two legs one leg in in ukraine another in poland uh, and uh, maybe it will be a prosperous future why not yuri i love to see the smile on your face as you're talking about that because you're already visualizing that win and the future and the big you know turning um Pharmaxi into a bigger CRO and uh, providing more and more services to, to your client base. So, look, it's going to be a, an absolute must to keep in touch and get you back on the show uh, in future. Um, interesting to see how everything pans out in, in Ukraine. Hopefully it all pans out very you know sooner rather than later. Um, but yeah, to, to follow your journey and, and that of Pharmaxi is something that is um, definitely on my to-do list. Um, so we'll certainly look to get you back on the show. But look, before we wrap up today, uh, we always finish the, the, the podcast with a very uh, short, quick fire questions round. Um, as I've said, look, I've been impressed by, by you as an individual from start to finish, you know, since, since meeting you. Um, we'd love to know kind of where some of these values come from, etc. cetera. Uh, but look, to kick us off on the, on the quick fire questions round, uh, what would you perhaps list as, um the, the, a piece of advice that you would give to your younger self you mean advice to entrepreneurs um or just to, to anyone who's perhaps in their i don't know their, their teens they've not yet started out in business um you know or, or to, to yourself back when when you before you did all of this what advice would you give to to, to that yuri yeah, my my advice, my biggest advice is that uh, you have to to go to your dream, uh, even if you don't know how how to do it. So if you if you have some goal, and even if you don't don't know the intermediary step, uh, you 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 have to dare, uh, you have to try, uh, and uh, uh, you know I have started my my business journey uh, when my monthly salary was 50 euro per month wow 50 euro per month and and now uh, uh, our company uh, annual turnover is more than 1 million euro per per year uh, so if if someone said me this this story i never believe you know that that this is true uh, but uh, if and 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 my goal is not 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 money was not money. My goal was something uh, about uh, 
good company uh, and uh, services for for something good and if if company produces really something useful for 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 the society it will be evaluated somehow in the end uh, but uh, if uh, if someone would like to uh, to reach uh, big goals uh, it, it it is it is good to 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 try but not not to read about it you know so if someone would like to uh, to be well prepared for the big goal and if uh, he, he he think he dream but uh, he do not do nothing uh, it, it is it is a bad way but uh, you have to try you have to make something and then you will learn in 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 in, in the in the process you know Definitely. you will learn later Definitely, definitely agree. Um, our listeners always love to hear um, what books or resources um, our interviewees have. You, you've touched on so many different points of inspiration, Yuri, today, but I, I wondered if there was any one particular resource that you go back to time and time again, perhaps that you could share with our, our audience. Uh. You know, uh, many many books uh, were have had the impact on on my mind, uh, and I think that that the, the biggest and the, the best book for for entrepreneurs is a book which is called Who, and this book is about about people selection in, in the company, uh, and. Uh, 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 I suppose that that the uh, the biggest secret in in this story is is uh, 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 psychology, and if you know how to speak with person, how to define proper person for your company, and if you uh, select uh, pers- uh, employee, future employees based on their value estimation. Uh, it it means that you will build a good company, uh, and uh, when when so for the, for the entrepreneur it is always a big challenge. Uh, Look, it's got, the, and it's the, called who, hey, yeah. uh, you well, I think that leads me very very well onto my next quick fire question. Actually, yeah. we've talked a lot about your qualities and level headedness, etc. But when you're looking for that who, what would you list as the, the top three qualities that you look for when building your team. Okay, good question. Uh, the the first the first uh, uh, quality uh, for for my estimation is is the intrinsic motivation. Uh, if if I can see uh, these bright eyes uh, when when eyes fires when when we talk about clinical trials this is my my guy you know mm-hmm. uh, he he can uh, know nothing about clinical trials but if if he has intrinsic motivation and this fire in the eyes it means that that we will uh, learn them and we will uh, he, he he will he will be a very very good person uh, and uh, uh, the, the the second one uh, is if 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 uh, if if someone says uh, truth, uh, it it is this the second uh, big big factor. Uh, 
and the the the, the only uh, big big challenge is to how to identify if someone say say truth uh, and or or uh, he, he can lie somewhere. So uh, uh, it is it, it is a big 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 factor. Uh, and uh, the the third one uh, is uh, that uh, pe people good good men has to uh, think about about others. And I have one question in my interview session when I say if you will have one million dollars on your account, what you uh, how do you, do you spend this money? Right, and if yeah. someone say only about uh, uh, his cars and uh, buildings uh, it means that uh, th this man is is focused on on himself but if if he said uh, he says that uh, i will uh, help my parents and uh, i will uh, will pay th this this money at least some money for charity uh, it means that uh, this is a good uh, good person which is focused on on values not only on on money i like it i like that gosh <laughs> you and i need to talk about that intrinsic value piece yuri because <laughs> dare i say it, we haven't even spoken about biometrics or anything today but but i i hope that that was you it was me you were describing when you said about that intrinsic value and and the eyes lighting up around clinical research because that's another conversation for another day but um outside of work what is your favorite thing dare i ask uh outside of work yeah uh my favorite thing is is tennis uh i uh, i i play tennis and uh, uh, I am a part of uh, what, uh, amateur uh, league in in Ukraine, uh, and uh, this is also my uh, source of, of energy uh, because uh, all day long uh, I uh, my brain is in the fire. You know, one hundred tasks per day, and it is really challenging. Uh, but when I go to the court. And uh, when I spend one hour or two hours on the court, uh, it, it erases my mind. And then the next day, uh, I energized and motivated and I can resolve mental and intellectual tasks. Uh, so uh, tennis is, is vital for me. Like it. Always like a good sportsman, me. So um, no... Thanks for that one. And look, um, to wrap up the show, uh, Yuri, I guess that I'm I'm interested to, to know this because, yeah, I've, as I say, I've, several times I've been so impressed by yourself. What is your number one golden rule for, for both life and business? The rule that you live by. Um, I think that that rule one is is try try to be useful, and. Uh, this is the, the gold rule uh, and uh, uh, my business is is developing and we are the biggest CRO in Ukraine because we we, we do something useful for for customers uh, and uh, if we are talking about partnership and we have big partnership network uh, amongst uh, uh, small and medium-sized CROs uh, we, we we try to be useful to to everyone 
and this is the the reason why they would like to to cooperate with us uh, and uh, uh, if if i um, say about about person and for for my friends and for for mm. everyone uh, if if i value something if i can do something uh, useful uh, it it means that that people uh, people will uh, uh, will open up for me and will will try to maintain networking and maintain communication uh, so uh, i think that if if someone uh, uh, learn every day and uh, if uh, someone knows something uh, and uh, someone can be useful for everyone uh, it means that it will be uh, a good a good good uh, story for for this person i like it well look, yuri i just want to say thanks again for jumping on with, with adam and i uh today to record this this podcast um you know if anyone said to me kind of when when i started on this journey of, of the pod that i'd be interviewing someone the CEO of a, a CRO over in the Ukraine and there would be a, a war going on over there uh, to the extent that it is. I just would not have believed anyone after the turmoil that we've had with, with COVID. So look, I do appreciate that. Um, for anyone that is perhaps looking to reach out to you, your business, um, what is the best way to get hold of you at, at present? Is it email? Is it LinkedIn? What's what's the the the, the best plan? Uh, do you mean if if someone would like to contact me, right? Yeah, if anyone wants, if anyone's got any questions about, um, you know, they've got trials that they need assistance with, whether it's sponsors looking to reach out to you, people looking to to work um, with you as as a business, people who just have you know a general interest in in Pharmaxi, uh, what's the, the best way to, to to get hold of you? Yeah, please uh, look look at me uh, at LinkedIn and uh, Yuri Lebed, Pharmaxi, Ukraine. Uh, so please contact me, and uh, uh, I think that that uh, my idea about win-win interaction uh, help help us to uh, maintain a very big network uh, amongst different CROs. Uh, and uh, in in many cases we, we can find win-win uh, interaction uh, when uh, CRO can ask us to to make something for them and uh, we uh, we can outsource our tasks to different CROs if pharmaceutical company uh, ask to manage clinical trial in Canada uh, in uh, in France in Germany we we do not want to to open up offices everywhere in the world uh, we better uh, go together with our partners and uh, local local CROs will support us and uh, we will we will go together amazing yuri can i just follow on from that i just want to make sure that all of our listeners um really i i know this will go far and wide this this discussion today it's a very small industry that we work in, as you know, and, and I do hope that this has far reaching implications for you, but also for your business, for your family and for everyone associated, associated with Pharmaxi, because I think what you've described today has been absolutely 
uh, mind blowing on many different levels. We really, really appreciate you taking the time today to tell your story, but also to just share what works for you, what you know, what drives you. And it's very, very clear today as we're you know rounding up the conversation how crystal clear your thinking is and the actions that you're taking on behalf of yourself, your family and the people around you. And I just wanted to echo what James said, which is, you know, thank you so much for taking the time today. It's been absolutely extraordinary. And uh, it, it's been an absolute honor to, to speak to you today. Thank you. Thank you very much. Cheers, Yuri. Greatly appreciate you being part of the podcast. Thank you. Thank you.